Hey, stranger. <laughs> Hello to everyone listening. My name is Thraya. This is the Hey Stranger podcast. And before we start, let me set the scene for you. I'm currently sitting in a chair at my local park, which also happens to be one of the biggest tourist attractions in my city. Across from me is an empty chair, and on today's and every episode, that empty chair will be filled one by one by people of different backgrounds, mindsets, and walks of life. The only criteria is that they are a stranger. All right, so um, what is your name? My name is Sarah. Cool. And today you're going to be sharing a w- secret with us. Is that right? I'm going to share a secret with you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Whenever you're ready, let us know what the secret is. Okay. It's funny. I feel like I'm a very open person, but I also feel like I have a lot of secrets. So I'm trying to think of <laughs> what the juiciest secret might be. <laughs> um, I think the secret I'll share today is that I love love, but I am so terrified of it that I haven't yet been able to experience partnership in my adult life (laughs) so just in your adult life or ever um yeah since I was 18 yeah I I had a a long-term partner but I haven't been in a a long-term relationship but I feel like I am love's number one advocate (laughs) (laughs) so do you think that um not have ha- not having had love in your life it has made you more fearful of it or do you think because you're so fearful of it you haven't been able to find it yeah I think that I'm so fearful of it that I haven't let myself experience it what are you scared of I guess I'm scared of having it and losing it is that what happened to you that one time or that when you were younger? No, I'm not exactly clear why this is what it is, you know? I when I was I did feel like I lost it when I was younger, but I don't feel like it was from that experience. I feel like it's deeper and it could have been passed on in my DNA could be my mom's that I'm replaying her story like it could be that deep in me interesting yeah would you do you mind sharing your mom's story and what you mean by that not at all my mom is 67 years old and she feels like she lost the love of her life through a miscommunication when she was 29 and he married another woman the next day and yeah wait what yeah hang on (laughs) he proposed to her and he went she went to go tell her best friend this is before cell phones or anything and she got off work and she went to go tell her best friend who was also in love with her that she was going to marry this guy who was the love of her life and he drove by 
her best friend's house and saw my mom's car there at 11:30 at night and he assumed the worst i guess and got on a plane flew home to washington dc where he was from he met a woman in a bar and he married her P- married her that day <laughs> what <laughs> the world um wow okay <laughs> i think it all your secret makes so much sense now i thought think- it does because i'm trying to like i've been trying to like piece together why i can't let love get further than right they're closer than this so but i i've explored all the possibilities of what it could be mm-hmm. um but essentially yeah she he married another woman and yeah my mom thought she just kept thinking he'll be back like one day he'll be back why did she go after him um that's a good question i think she i think she really thought like he's the love of my life he'll be back yeah um and so <laughs> I'm I'm sorry I just connected the dots that you're here. So obviously your mom obviously married someone else. Well, actually my mom didn't marry. My mom's never been married. Okay. And I was actually a product of what I thought was a one-night stand, but actually I found out when I was older doing a lot of work that it was actually from rape. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, but it's all good. It's okay. like when I found it out, I'd already done all the work around it. Mm. And so it was like, oh, that's the missing piece. That's what this was all about. So it was actually really relieving when I found out. I was like, oh, this is all making everything makes so much more sense now. Because it was sort of like that, how I feel about my love life of like, this doesn't really <laughs> compute yet. <laughs> so you had no negative feelings when you... No, I, yeah, I, it just was like, oh, that's, that makes, it was like literally like click. Okay. I see now. (laughs) And does your mom know that you know? Yeah. I I found out through a conversation I had with my mom Mm -hmm. where she got triggered and I was like, this is about you and me or you and my dad. Not like, you know, I was like, you're triggered because of your relationship with him right and i invited her to look at that and then she was basically like i don't want to and my mom's not that type of person so i was like oh and then it just set off the alarms and then a few days later it just clicked well she had told me i'll tell you what happened i said what happened between you and my dad she said i'll tell you when we're in person so i was like okay i'm not gonna see you for a long time yeah and then two days later It just clicked. I was doing laundry and I shut the dryer and it was like, your dad raped your mom. And I called her and I was like, am I a product of rape? And she said, Sarah, there just comes a time after you've said no 25 times, you just let go and you wait till it's over. And I was like, you know what? That's been my experience too many times. And now I know why. Thing. Yeah. And I also want you to know that I am completely fine sharing all okay. of this. Yeah, that was gonna be and my it's next not question. sensitive and you're yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Um so I do have follow up questions if you don't mind. Yeah, go then. ahead. 
So are you, do you know your dad? I do. I wanted to meet him um, when I was 10. I basically was like, I want to meet my dad. <laughs> and my mom was like, okay, you know. This was before you knew or yeah. after? Okay. I so. didn't find out until I was 29. Okay. Yeah. I'm 35 now. Um, yeah, I met him when I was 12 and it was awkward. And he was actually the district attorney. <laughs> no way. Yeah. And we came from two totally different worlds. Like my mom's so free spirited, do what makes you happy. We had no money growing up, but we had a lot of fun. And my dad was like education, money, success, wealth, justice, <laughs> wow. everything by the book. Right. Yeah. So when I met him, it was very like push pull. Like, you know, he was like, wait, I didn't get a chance to form you. And he was pretty upset about it. And then there was a lot of friction between us for that reason. But we worked through it. Like I said, I did my work. I was really frustrated because I, f I came to a point when I was 22 where the pedestal I'd put him on crumbled. And I realized, wow. I don't think this human knows how to love. Wow. And it was heartbreaking, but I also realized I didn't come here to, I thought it was my job up until that point, but then I realized, you know what? I've put in a lot of work and energy and he's 65 years old and he hasn't been able to experience love up until this point in his life. So who am I to think that I'm gonna be able to be the person that's going to change that mm -hmm. so I let it go and we had an you know an okay basically at that moment he said to me when I was like dad I just want us to have a good relationship and he looked at me and he was like Sarah I thought we had a really great relationship and I was floored I couldn't believe that what he thought was a great relationship um I just, it was so far from anything yeah. that felt like connection or love to me that I was like, okay, I, I'm going to quit trying to beat my head against the wall. So yeah, I let it go. And we just had, um, you know, a connection that felt like a good relationship to him. But after that conversation with my mom, um, well, I'll tell you this, uh, the way that that conversation all came up is when my dad was nine, when I was 19 and my dad was drinking, he tried putting his hands down my pants and luckily nothing happened cause I was old enough to stop it. But when I told my mom about it that day, that's when she got triggered. And that's when I realized there's something between you guys. Yeah. So my mom called him that day and basically told him you know how inappropriate he is and that she was tired of him doing being inappropriate with women and nobody ever calling him out on it because of who he is or they're too afraid of you know what he'll do yeah and interestingly enough I kind of felt like it energetically spurred the me too movement because it happened about five months before that f the first thing came out but my mom basically my dad hasn't talked to us since that was like five years ago um 
I think he's just embarrassed and probably feels a lot of guilt and shame and I've done my best to reconnect with him and sometimes I wonder if my lack of having a healthy relationship with a masculine man in my life is because of my lack of a relationship with my father. Um, but I've explored lots of different schools of thought and I felt like I've done the work that I could around that and that if he's not willing to meet me, then that's okay. And I feel okay about it, but I just hope it's not the thing that's keeping me from experiencing partnership in my life. So you, you're still open to like having a relationship, relationship with your dad, knowing everything and... Totally. I will say that it's a bit of a blessing not having him in my field because we are so different that he just thinks I'm a crazy person and he's like waiting for me to change my ways and um, go back to school and get a real job and um, move back to Texas because really that's the only viable thing <laughs> in his eyes. Um, so I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to ask a question for my listeners because I think I'm pretty sure most people listening to this are going to be like, I can't believe that after everything that's happened to her and her mom, she's still open to like having a relationship with her dad. So can you just go into more about that? Like, like, I guess like why, like, how are you able to forgive him? And like, I guess just by the grace of God, I really do believe in unconditional love and I know he's human and I know that his actions have come from his own personal traumas and I don't blame him for that. I do wish that he had a childhood where he felt love and connection and he probably experienced abuse himself. That's what I, I tune into when I the work that I've done around it is I feel like he probably experienced it when he was young and that's all he knows. And so, yeah, for me, I feel, I just, I'm really a believer in unconditional love and not that I'm perfect, but I do my best to really forgive and love humans and not 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 love them or withhold love because of their inability to love okay <laughs> Shenmue do you have any follow-up questions yeah, can you say it into the mic sorry I assumed you might have some follow-up questions um well going back to just like your personal like story this original secret that you shared do you feel like there was anyone who you did have maybe like a slight connection with or relationship with that now you feel like maybe you should have pursued a little more? You're good. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I do. <laughs> so similar to your mom. About it. Yeah. yeah, tell us about it. Yeah. Um... Well, interestingly enough, I just texted him about an hour ago. <laughs> you want to call him up? Get him on this podcast? <laughs> you could confess your love to him on my podcast live. You should. Oh, my God. I was kidding. But, like, are you actually considering it? 
No. I already have. I don't know what his deal is. I don't know what his deal is. Okay, well, first tell us more about him and then tell us how you did confess, (laughs) what, what his response was when you did confess your love to him. Um... I just feel like he's my person, you know, like I feel like he's my match, probably similar to my mom. Like Mm. he's, I've been open to other people, but I haven't experienced a connection, anything like that with anyone else. Um, golly, how, you know, and that's the thing is I don't know if I've really clearly expressed my love in the best way. Oh, like your mom. (laughs) Okay, wait, so, um, yeah, so, uh, you said you're 35. Yeah. How long have you known him for? 11 years. Wow. And has he ever bluntly told you that he, like, has feelings for you? Not bluntly, and that's the problem. I see. (laughs) And you've done the same thing, kind of like you haven't been blunt with it either. Right, we have the same patterns, I'm telling you, you should, you should call him right now. And just like bluntly tell him, your your friends want that to happen. No. Oh no. Okay. Okay. Friends know best. If she says no, then it should be a no. Okay. All right. We'll go with. Usually the friends are the ones encouraging it. So I, yeah. I think we'll take that as a sign. Okay. It could go really bad. Okay. All right. We won't do it then. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Um, so. <laughs> Your mom is 67 now. Is her the love of her life still alive? No, he died. Oh. In 2008, yeah, from cancer. Oh. Yeah, and then that's, I think, when... That's when I woke up to, like, oh, my God, I hope I don't end up like my mom. I see. You know? I just saw her, like... The day he died, she she was crying and she had tears running down her face and she was like I thought we were gonna end up together I thought one day we were gonna be together dang I'm so invested and so sad about this now I know yeah I mean he he didn't call until after he was already married to another woman oh and so I guess your secret was can you say your secret again Gosh, just to what refresh is my it? secret <laughs> That I've been in love with the same guy for 11 years and I'm still scared to tell him. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Tell us how you met. What is it about him that makes him your person? If he's listening, maybe he'll finally get the hint. Um, he, I just, he's so adorable. I just love everything about him. Like, I just feel like he's funny and he makes me laugh and he loves music and good food and nature and swimming and roller skating (laughs) Uh, we love all the same things and what was the second question um tell us a little bit about him what makes him your person so i guess you kind of what was that oh how'd you guys meet how'd you guys meet 
We met, um, we met through a mutual friend who played music with him. Okay. Yeah. And was it like off the bat or you guys? Yeah. Like he was across the, like where that other museum is behind you. Which is like probably And then he opened the door and I was like, I'm like, oh God, who is that person? Wow. So it was like love at first sight. Yeah. I couldn't even see him. It was like love at first. Entrance. Yeah. (laughs) So I guess your secret isn't that you're scared of love, but you're scared that you won't end up with the person you're in love with. Oh, that's... Yeah, I guess that's it. Right. That's a a secret of mine. (laughs) Man, you're, I feel like, I'm telling you, if this goes up on my channel, the number one comment is going to be like, Q, please keep keep us updated on her. Keep us updated on her. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why doesn't the friend, can you, oh, wait, we need you on. <laughs> yeah, we're asking, the, so we were asking, what was your name again? Sarah. We were asking Sarah to call her, her love and confess her love for this guy and the best friend who is off camera right now and off mic is shaking her head no so we're trying to find out why that is and I'll kind of just repeat what she says (laughs) oh so she says that it would put Sarah in a very awkward position if it goes public is he well known or okay so he is well known he's famous is it Harry Styles (laughs) You guys know him? You know who he is? What, what? (laughs) (laughs) That was good. And you do your face. (laughs) Oh, man, this is so good. Wait, so I would recognize his his voice? Somebody, yeah, people. Oh, my God, can you tell us off camera? Oh, my God, way to go. (laughs) Wait, did she say his name? You could have said, I'm famous. (laughs) Oh, you're famous. No. Yeah, where is this podcast going on? Just kidding. So, it's the the video format is going on my YouTube channel, and it does. No, no, a, I was just kidding. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, but <laughs> I can't remember the first. What was that? I mean, I'm not usually in them, but I do have a bigger platform, so I, it does get a lot of views. Cool. Just a heads up. Um, Great. This should be interesting. <laughs> and, I know. This is amazing. Um, no, you uh, you don't have to tell us, really. We're just messing around. <laughs> All right. No, we're going to move on. Um, what was that? No, no, I'm not a gossip show. I promise. I didn't get that from you. Okay. <laughs> um, dang, I just want to I want to have this keep going. But also, I think it's... Would you be down to give us a follow-up? And, like, I don't know. Like, if people are like, oh, my gosh, we want to know what happened. Like... Yeah, I feel like you can hit me up in a few months. Okay, <laughs> and we'll see yeah. what happened. Yeah. Shemi, is there anything else we want to ask? No, but I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Yeah, honestly, like, also, I think, I've, I think, I, uh, I don't know how to word this without it coming off the wrong way. Like, I found comfort in you being um, so forgiving I mean, even though, like, I don't think I could ever do that. And, like, I think Mm -hmm. most people would agree that, like, dang, that it takes a really strong person to have that mindset. But I, at the Mm -hmm. end of the day, like, I just want you to know, like, I am sorry that those things happened to you. And, like, your mom, like, that shouldn't happen to anyone. Yeah, I appreciate that. 
and yeah it's part of what makes us who we are right and yeah i don't know what exactly the gifts are from it but i know there are plenty of them okay thank you so much yeah i appreciate so much. you great job <laughs> and that is it for today's episode I did want to clarify some things on today's episode. I sent a rough draft version of this episode to Sarah so she could send it to her mom and get the okay for us to air it. And there was a bit of a confusion on the way a part of the story was told. So I want to clear it up. The story means a lot to Sarah's mom. So I hope you'll take a minute to listen to this. So the section of the episode where Sarah explains what happened between her mom and the two men, that is the part that I'll be clearing up. So basically, obviously, there are two men involved in this part of the story. We want to keep them anonymous, so I'll call them person one and person two. So Sarah's mom had been dating person one for about seven years. He decided to go on a sailing trip. They broke up. And the day he left, she was working at a bar, which was also a music venue. And person number two walks in with the cassette tape. He was a musician. He asked her to hire him so he could play there. So person number two ended up playing at the restaurant. She hired him and they fell in love. She decided that she wanted to be with him. And this is around the time person number one comes back from his sailing trip. Sarah's mom goes to his house to update him on something. Person number two just so happens to be driving by, sees Sarah's mom's car in front of person number one's house. He knew that person number one had just come back from the sailing trip, so he assumed the worst and got on a plane that day. Um, so that is actually what happened. I just wanted to clear things up. Aside from that, I do want to thank you guys for listening to another episode. If you liked the episode, please share it with a friend. Also, if you want to help me out as a new podcast, or if that's a word, um, the best thing you could do is to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcast. I'll make sure to have my podcast links in the description. To make it fun, I've actually also been having people answer questions in the reviews. So I have a new question for this week if you want to answer it, hopefully under a five-star review. Since this episode had to do with love that got away, I think it would be cool if you guys answered the following question. Tell me about your love that got away. Um, yeah, the more details, the better. I love reading your answers. Include your Instagram handle in the review as well if you want me to tag you. My Instagram handle is actually thor dot aya so that's pretty much it for this episode remember that the video version of this will be airing on my youtube channel in the next few days thank you again for listening to this episode thank you for watching for those of you on youtube i love you all and we'll meet again next tuesday <laughs>